Okay, booster seat on. Booster seat. Yeah, you're right. Do that the whole time. Oh. No one's buying any merch. No one's watching this. And once nabbed, to unleash some new weaponry onto the garage game. Yeah. What's going on? Seeing. Well, I've uh, upgraded my topics list now, and it's got different colours on it with arrows it's like a beautiful mind now we know what's going on it's do, like do rain man color coded by priority or to talk about what interest? new i also no, have it written so small that i would probably need glasses to read it and do i know have my glasses but this is something that you'll be excited about look how many drinks i've got one one two small one two Finishing off some creatine, three. And just in case I get a little bit thirsty, a little alcohol-free beer there. Oh my goodness, punk AF. Punk AF, yeah. So uh, I'm going to play a dangerous games? little game. Yeah. Race went, against the Wii. Yeah. I went to the supermarket earlier. So we just we just got back from a little weekend away. So just to get the normal bits and pieces, posted out a flag. Shout out to Paul for buying that flag. Thank you very much. Um, Thanks, Paul. Respect, Paul. <laughs> respect, Paul. We're, we'll see dog. you, Brian and bro. Oh, yeah. before, we, before we get started in my story, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit him with it, Matt. Please like and subscribe to the channel, the Garage Builder Athlete YouTube channel. Hit the like and hit the subscribe. Yeah, hit it. Hit it and quit it. You're on the internet anyway. What else are you going to do? Yeah, just get over there and hit that like button. Smash that like, they say, didn't they? Yeah. Smash it. Smash it. Smash it a bit. So, yeah, so we'd been for a little weekend away, which I've got some stories. And um, so I went to the shop and I all of a sudden just really needed to go, go for a wee. And I thought, what the hell? Why do I need the wee so bad? And why has this supermarket not got a customer toilet? So I had to do uh, a race mode shop where you're just absolutely dying, dying for a piss. Can't concentrate, uh, though, can you? That's the problem. No, nah, can't concentrate. Uh, nothing's where you need it. Everything's, you know, the, the wrong thing. Everybody's going slow. Everyone's in your way. The self-service doesn't work. Everything's just effed. Everything's a reach, um, so it's triggering it. You're like... <laughs> What, what I'd done was, because I had a few treats at the weekend away, I thought, all right, I know what I'm going to do. Let's get some water through. Let's start cleansing this system. Let's get, get this going. Let's get the uh, bladder moving a bit. And just before I went out, I drank like a litre and a half of water with a coffee, sat in the garden, and then I decided to yeah. go to the shop. <laughs> Clear air. Ah, oh, Jesus. That's and then, of course, right. on, the, on the way back, I hit every traffic light going, Got to the front door, so I thought, right, I'm just going to grab these bags in, like throw them down, and just wee wherever I can. Just, just come in the door, just pissing everywhere. <laughs> just, just spray it. Put the key in the door, wouldn't open. Key was in the door the other side, so I'm like frantically Aww. knocking at the door. All right, Claire comes along, answers the door. Went, oh. dude, dude. I'm going to burst. I'm going to burst. She went, oh, I wondered why you were knocking like that. And then I literally, like, there's a film, <laughs> there's a film, I'm sure there's a film where the guy just doesn't stop peeing, if anyone can remember that film, 
it's just like the P has continued. I just, I must, must have been a constant stream of P. Claire even commented, that's the longest P I've ever heard. It was just, it wouldn't stop coming. And then even when I finished, I still had more to squeeze out. I still had like a backup P. It must have been like, in my, I must have like a reserve bladder. Reservoir. As well. I remember needing, uh, when I was in high school, did you go on the Hadrian's Wall trip when you went to high school? Yeah, I did. So I don't know where really Hadrian's remember. Wall is because my geography is um, terrible. Is it, not the la- is it not the wall between England and Scotland? Mm. Sounds good. So that's a long way from here. Because we're like what five six hours from yeah, there ish. Yeah. We I say we. You're a little bit further. I I'm am. a little bit further. Yeah, I'm a smidge further away. And I remember getting on the coach on uh, from Hadrian's Wall back with school, and I must have been what was it? Maybe like 14, 13, 14, something around that age. It was like a year nine ish trip. Year ten. Year twelve. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> and um, and they didn't have a toilet on the coach and refused to stop, you know, probably the right thing to do because uh, every kid's going to need a piss at some point. But looking back now, why they wouldn't just stop and let me have go to the toilet. I've got, yeah. You know, really did you ask do that. Or, or did they yeah. have to? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I've, I've got to go to the toilet and me and my friend, and I can't remember which friend it was now, which um, they, I'm sure they won't mind not getting a shout out about needing a piss, but literally the entire six hours, was just on edge on a knife edge just <laughs> hanging on to this pee the whole Imagine way back if you'd actually unleash that then they would have been like oh, well yeah if i just peed and let it run down the front of the bus that'd be good cool. like, oh, that's good that's that is worth him hanging on yeah. now that we've got a bus full of wee uh, yeah adrian's wall i've got some other wee stories Ramped. as well but i won't i'll, I'll say yeah, i'll save them for like an anniversary podcast yeah, hang on for that one, yeah. So, yeah, were you Googling it? You Googling yeah, I was just, uh, I think, it, I don't want to look stupid, but I don't know either exactly where it is. But it's basically like, it's up there, isn't it? Up north, it's up there. on the limit between Scotland and England. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's enough. I think, I think, yeah, uh, you know, factually, I think William Wallace built it to keep the King of Spain out of China. That's... King of Austria. Just, yeah have a look have a look out for that so yeah so i've got i've got all sorts of topics to cover this week i'm i can go from one to the other i can just unleash it just just jump from one lily pad to another okay of so, glorious content okay so we went to hunstanton for the weekend which is a place that we really like have you been to hunstanton sunny honey sunny honey i don't think i have been there to be honest honey. it's a it's a nice little nice little seaside town and it's quite good it's quite like a hot spot for um wind surfers kite surfers that kind of thing because it's got the wash and it's like quite shallow and it's a good wind and you don't get massive waves so there's lots of people doing all that kind of stuff so it's quite popular all, all the bikers sort of go there as well there's lots of like biker place but we like it turns out you cannot get a decent coffee in hun stanton this okay was uh, this was this this is how bad it got is that i got home after four days away made myself a decaf coffee sat in the garden sipped it and thought how fucking hard is it to get this right <laughs> because i just did it honestly i every every one i bought i bought a bad i bought a bad one and then i tried to buy a good one to make up for the bad one so i'm doubling money so you're welcome hunt for the economy boost from me this weekend mm-hmm. 
GDP of Hans Stemmen has gone through yeah, the roof. Yeah, it's gone through, through the stratosphere. It's, it's, like, it's like Bitcoin like four weeks ago. It's gone mental. Um, so yeah, so I buy I buy a coffee in one place. I'm like, okay, that's not a great coffee. So I know I'm not going to go back there. And I go, right, there's another place that's got a decent machine. Looks like got grind. You know, they've got all different coffees on the menu. They must know how to make them because they are physically advertising you these coffees. So. Macchiato, Cortado. You know, I'm thinking, here we go get one no garbage absolutely I'm not, I'm not even talking like if you're a coffee snob this is garbage i'm talking like if you know what coffee is then what you're drinking probably doesn't quite resemble what you'd expect to receive if you're offended by drinking muddy water you're probably going to be offended the worst one uh, the worst one was um the cortado that i bought had a skin on it oh god yeah like when you get a soup with a skin on it like the, what the, the mark fuck? Suit with, the, with the layer on the roof <laughs> what the fuck it was it was it wrinkled up do that on my cup and it got the, i had to get it out with my finger and wipe it on the seawall this possible? cortado was Is it hot milk that's done that thing, um i think it was the maniac who poured it to be honest i don't know what the how you would do, do that that's never happened to me before getting a skin on a coffee i've never well, it's got to be the milk isn't it? there's something's gone wrong Something, but the, a little bit of mist there. Yeah, the the what was I saying? So so yeah, so I got ordered this cortado. I, I think a, like a little rule for me now, even though I'm going to sound like a real dick, is like oh, if they, if I order a cortado, could I say oh, what is a cortado? And just get them to explain to me what it is, so I know what that did, they know what it is. What did you actually get? Let's I got a very got bad, a very bad white coffee. Like in a half a cup of very bad white coffee because it wasn't a good cortado. It was a bad, it was that bad a cortado. It was still a bad white coffee. Because it should just be a short coffee and then you can, with milk. Yeah. You say in Spain when they do it, it's like uh, cortado con leche, which is Mm. short, short coffee with milk. Yeah. So they pull the short, they pull the shot short to make it less bitter. So you get a smaller shot. And then, yeah, it's just like a, a nice micro-foamed right. bit of milk. I didn't realise it was to do with the taste. I thought it was just the size. Because you can get just cafe con leche, which is a normal size coffee. But in Spain, they're smaller anyway. They're much smaller. Like a yeah. normal coffee in Spain is probably about half the size of a standard UK coffee. And then Cortado is a little one, probably half again. The ones I, I, like like. I like them. Yeah, they're good. Good. Me too. Like a little mid-afternoon. Little yeah, it's common. Sh- yeah, it's common for the for the after lunch one to take the edge off a bit. It's normally the big one for breakfast. But what I, what I will say is, um, there were, there was the highlights in terms of coffee, and I'll get off the coffee trip in a minute. So there's a little place called Norfolk Deli, who sell. Um, I went in there because I wanted to see if they sold coffee beans, and they did, and they sold coffee beans from a coffee place that I really like called Norfolk Coffee Company. So I bought some of their beans and also bought a flat white from them, which was okay. Uh, so that was okay. So that was a saving grace. And I had my very first afogato. Afogato? I don't know what an afogato is. Afogato is a like a dessert. So it's like a, a blob of ice cream with a shot of coffee on it. Okay. And oh Have my you... dear Lord, it was so good. Really? It was cool. so fucking good. What like you remember that donut that you had? Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I was with you there, bro. I was on top of this terrace bar, and the kids had like uh, Chloe had like a raspberry sorbet. Harrison had this uh, double chocolate thing. Claire had some salted caramel ice, and I said I'll have an affogato because I wanted to try one because I was talking about one the other week with a friend. And it was so good. It was stracciacella ice cream. So it's like vanilla with like chocolate shavings in it. We're really murdering the uh, oh, mate. here, aren't we? I'm from Norfolk. It's the chocolate like bits, isn't it? Yeah, isn't chocolate it? bits. Chocolate chip, <laughs> chocolate chip ice cream. But yeah, so I, I've you I know say stratiatella. Stratiatella. So even like. that sounds even that sounds horrible. It coming out of my uncultured mouth. Yeah. I'm gonna, it's, it's Monday and we talk about chocolate chip ice cream boy. Monday. So I had it and I had a very stracciatella. tiny. That's the one. Stracciatella. So so good. Tiny little shovel of a spoon with it um, as well. So and it was oh my man, that was good. I was like, I know, I know how you Italian. felt at that petrol station with that donut. I was looking at this. I was looking at this ice cream, just going, I don't want this to end. That was so good. Get more where that came from. Yeah, only four pound fifty. Oh, nice bargain. Yeah, just get them in you not too bad two pounds two pounds 25 for a scoop two pounds 25 for a shot yeah, yeah that was good i would have i would have pulled good. the trigger on them every day but i was trying not to go too overboard with the food trying not to go bankrupt I, eating stracciatella yeah, ice cream and coffee that tends to be what holidays turn into it's just where the next bit of food is going to come from that is also true it's basically uh, the hunt for food on the hunt um have you heard of a bonbon coffee no i've heard of a bonbon and i've heard of a coffee but i've not heard of a bonbon coffee that is like a cortado with don't tell me they put a bonbon there's float a bonbon no it's like condensed milk that they put into it so it's like sweet it's insane yeah but you have to have a mega mega sweet tooth for that i know it's a bit too sweet for me yeah pretty cool if you like sweet stuff I was in, um, I was uh, like a petrol station type place where they have a Costa inside it, like a real little Costa inside the petrol station. And the guy in front of me, I can't remember what time of day this was. Uh, he ordered a coffee with eight sugars in it. Oh God. Eight. <laughs> He's just trying to get his money's worth. Then it's not so bad when they charge you like four pound eighty for a tiny coffee if you've got three quarters of a kilo of sugar in it. I'm mad. Do you feel any coffee in the, cup if you've got eight sugars in it it's just got to be sludge isn't it after a while well what does it taste of why don't you just put like sugar in water and save yourself a bother i don't know or maybe he was like a butterfly sugars. or a bee maybe yeah yeah well, that's a lot of sugar ants like sugar no it's a lot of sugar eight sugars mm-hmm. i don't like you get bored before you put all the sugars in does he do that for himself at home sugars we must have a technique like hold all the sugars in one hand and then just like Chop it. Yeah, with a like really Pour sharp it. knife. Yeah. Or that. That. Because I always like when they bring me coffees and, and things in, in restaurants or whatever, and they bring you the little biscuit, like the lo- Lotus Loris biscuits, like the caramelized. Do you think biscuit. you are the king? I don't ask for it. Well. I don't ask for it. They like bring you a biscuit you and then king. they bring you like two sugars. And I'm always like, I give the biscuit to someone else and then uh, ditch oh, the sugar. Excuse me, mate. Can I just have another six? <laughs> Six sugars. How many is, dude? What have you done to your arm? You've been attacked by an octopus. Hang on. I've got a large shirt uh, on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, they're a bit broke. 
did you do that? In front. Um, motocross. Apparently, it involves getting, getting <laughs> savagely getting smashed in the arm. Rocks. Yeah. So that'll teach me. You maybe need some more sugar in your coffee, and then that won't happen to you. Yeah, just six more. Yeah, that'd be fine. Another six. Another six, please. I haven't even got enough sugar to do that. What's on the? What else is on the list? Um, well, I was just looking. I've just I've just smashed through like half the list. You just drilled your entire <laughs> list. list. But we are we are thirty minutes. Um, maybe not with thirty minutes in. I've started this early and maybe I haven't recorded oh, it, so I don't know what time we're at. So yeah, that was that was mainly it. It's getting hyped up on um, caffeine, good caffeine and bad caffeine experiences. We are at in Huntstanton. Yeah, we're not far off. I think I think we're about, about 20. 20-ish minutes. 20. 20. So yeah. Yeah, the other things on the list are um hair. Well that we can see. You can see what's going on with that. On your Swede. Also what's going on with that. Get that ripped off or what? I need to do it as well. That's why I keep wearing a hat. That's why I've been wearing a hat for the last 13 episodes because I don't <laughs> Cheaper. Yes, if, you, if you already own the hat, it's cheaper. And even if you don't, it's still cheaper. Yeah. So it was hair and then it was training. That was that was what I had written down. Great success. Did you train while you're away? No. No. Nope. Not a peep. Nothing. Nothing. Not even a press-up. Lie. I did my rehab yeah, every day. Was. Did my rehab every day and went swimming twice and then walking. So if you count little bits of swimming and walking and rehab as training, then yes, I trained every day. I don't. No, so I did not. It was four rest days. Well, it was two rest <laughs> days. It was two rest <laughs> days because I trained idea. Friday before I went and I trained today when I got back. So I had okay. I had two rest yeah. days, which is pretty yeah. normal, but I feel, yeah. I feel yeah. fat as fuck and like well out of shape. That's because you ate like eight sugars or whatever it was in each mag, mag of fucker or whatever it's called. Yeah, I, 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 tapered, I tapered the eating down. So I, it ramped up Friday night and it's peaked Saturday and then I tapered it down and off Sunday into into monday i ate about 75 bananas over the weekend that shit is bananas a lot B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-
breadcrumb it. I'm like, yeah, it's like bread. Breadcrumbs, not batter. Oh, yeah. And then they fry it. On to me. And then uh, <laughs> they whack that on the old plate with some cranberry, like, it's just basically cranberries. But it's not really cranberry sauce, like Christmas cranberry sauce. It's more like, pretty sure it's cranberries. Definitely red berries. Um, and then normally some, only some chips on the old plate. So that kind of ruins the job as well. But I had yeah. two of those on Friday because there was literally nothing else to eat on the menu. And then on Saturday, I ate gels all day and bananas and nuts. And then on Sunday, I resumed normal service with some rice and beef. Yeah. It was cool. I survived. Mega organization. I bit off massively more than I could chew when I turned up there. And I was like, oh, Saw the track. I was like, oh God. <laughs> this makes me like a little hillbilly redneck race with the first thing. It was just like insane. The paddock was completely full of trucks and everything when we got there. It was cool. Completely rammed already. It was legit. And the track was, yeah, it was pretty legit to be fair. All the classes were full, like 40 plus riders in each class. And then I tried to race four races. And because I tried to race four races, I didn't realize that I would have also had to do two practices and two qualifying. So I went from my original plan when I was training of mm-hmm. like a one practice of 12 minutes, one qualifying of 10 minutes, and then two races of 10 minutes plus two laps to two practices of, I think I did 15 in the end, two qualifiers of 10, and then four races of 10 plus two. So I doubled what I was doing. I was okay. Worked out. Well, that's like when you run a marathon, isn't it? They say like you shouldn't run a whole marathon, just do like a yeah, half. That's and also then on the true. Day you double it up. Probably you shouldn't just do a half marathon and then turn up and try and do an actual marathon. Normally you do about, I don't know, if you're going to do a marathon, several half what, marathons. 42 kilometers. Do you 35, 36, maybe? Do you like 80% or something like that? Just do it on the night. I like to do more and then come back from there yeah just to make so sure. it was four races over one day or two days one day one day yeah it's pretty hectic yeah the actually the practice i didn't manage to get out in the second practice because they were back to back but as i came in to then go back out to the next one the people were queuing up for the next one okay. so i couldn't get out for the second one and the bike survived um, yeah bike survived it's good Ooh. needs lots of bits and pieces now this is the problem with this that i now remember is that once you start to use them regularly then you're basically just like prepping bikes and buying things for bikes and is it like triggers brewing bikes <laughs> yeah not yet but it will be it hasn't done many hours they measure them in hours like each okay. hour, so it's done 25 hours 25 hours in nearly two years which is pretty pathetic um but like she hold her money well yeah i got it for a decent price so uh, i'm not i won't lose a, a lot of money i'll lose some money on it our plan is to keep that basically indefinitely because they'll start to disappear a little bit i think the little two strokes when uh electric starts to pick up speed yeah. in off-road stuff but i think they'll still be popular for a while at least so i'll hang on to here and then, yeah, it does end up a little bit triggers brew me with engines, to be honest, more than anything. You can mm. keep a chassis and replace a suspension and stuff if you want, but it's more the engine that you rebuild and put piston and cranks and stuff. And, and if, any, if anybody doesn't know what triggers brew me, is just Google it because I've got time to explain that shit to you. 
Google it. You should already know. It's like you say, you had a broom for 20 years, but you've replaced 10 heads and 10 handles. And I said we weren't going to explain it. <laughs> I explained it. That's giving service it. to people. I gave people a problem and you solved it. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. So are you, are you happy? Are you happy with your racing performance? I'm not happy with my racing performance. I'm happy with being able to stick to the plan that I had. I'm happy that I managed to finish all the races. I am happy that I went a pretty consistent speed the whole time, but not fast enough by any stretch. But I can feel that it's slow. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like I was going fast, mm -hmm. and I wasn't. It felt like yeah. I was going slow, and yeah. I was. So there's plenty of room to improve. And what is cool is that when you go to an event like that, because when you're riding in practice, you kind of get into a sort of going through the motions type of riding in practice because you're not really training to race yet. So then when you go to a race and you see everybody and how they ride and this happens, you know, all sorts of stuff, mm -hmm. it happens in uh, fighting or happens in circuit racing and endurance and when you actually go to a race you see what it's actually all about and then you just level up basically from there yeah. like when you go back to ride practice practice has a whole different meaning do you know when you're actually oh, trying that. to that's cool to, to, yeah it's really cool it's the same as if you go and do a crossfit competition or whatever then all of a sudden it actually levels up everything else no? yeah you focus yeah. and you understand a little bit more the point of it and what you need to do and where you need to focus so luckily for me i just need to go faster everywhere so that's cool it's not i'm not in the really hard work bit that's cool. where it's like working on little things you know, which is quite hard work it's like just yeah. really slow basically compared you've got to a short list of things to work on then because it just say everything yeah, basically, yeah, just one thing, everything. Um, but yeah, if I was going to pick, there's, it's basically riding the bike like it needs to be ridden because it's a little bit tricky to ride the 125 fast on like a low effort level. You can't basically, you have to ride it like wide open all the time. And that in itself is quite difficult. The bike can let you do it because it's quite easy to ride because um, it's quite light and it's easy to turn, but you have to really ride it like wide open all the time to get it to work, which means then you have to hit all the jumps wide open, which then gets a bit scary. But it's cool. I enjoyed it. It's good. Except I raced with the 450s because the, the races were in a bit of a weird order, so I wanted to do the old boys race, which is for the old boys, which I'm now in, unfortunately. Masters. Big 4-0 <clears throat> coming up. So I wanted to race old boys and I wanted to race MX2 hobby. And MX2 is the like smaller capacity class, which my bike is in. So one, two, five, two stroke and 250 four stroke. Mm -hmm. And then they have MX open, which is basically any bike, but it's normally the 252 strokes and the 450 four strokes. But the old boy and the MX2 were next to each other back to back. So I wouldn't have been able to go out, uh, okay. come back in and get on the get grid right, yeah. and do the next race. And I would have been absolutely destroyed because yeah. you get off pretty tight. So I switched to the mx open and then went out with the 450s and that's where all this arm destruction is from what is that caused by what has happened for your arm to basically like the as the 450s come past and they're wheel spinning because they've got so much power on the straights and they fire the stones and the mud ah, at you basically okay. so you catch it in the arms and in the face if you're unlucky yeah. and on the nose uh, but normally you've got like a peak on your helmet so you can like tuck your yeah 
head a bit and look down and you have to kind of like look down but still look forward so you can see where you're going because you're holding onto the bars obviously in front and normally it's on the straight way on the straight you're trying to hold the throttle wide open and then kind of surf along the bumps mm -hmm. so you're sort of hanging out the back of the bike basically and uh it ends up basically being this bit that's exposed so it's like okay. all up my shoulder and everything. nice man You've done a good job um but I had a chest protector on, so like most of my chest is fine and didn't really hit me in the stomach. So that was cool. But my friend who is racing as well in the MX Open hobby is destroyed, like absolutely ruined because he had a smaller chest protector, like an old school chest protector. Like mine is quite big. Yeah. Um, like a new style one. He had this old school one because he's, he's old school motocross guy. <laughs> it's just completely ruined. Like he might as well have not had it on. Absolutely destroyed. Um, it's cool. I bet so he was pleased because he, he can move about a bit quicker on the bike. Well, that's <laughs> so, what he said. He said he didn't yeah. want to use a bigger one because it's a bit more awkward to slow him down. Because because I had one before and it had the, the bicep protector on it. Mm. I was like, what is that for? Because mm. I hadn't done a motocross race before and it's a motocross chest protector. And I was like, well, I don't really want that because I, I can't really move. So I took the shoulder pads off and I took the bicep protector off. And then yesterday, I wish I'd left it on. Yeah, smooth move. That is rough. Now you know why they have them. <clears throat> it's rough, yeah. I'll um, look at getting one of those. Because they're really, like, I'm not too bad with the whole pain thing. But that surprised me. Because this guy came past, he's just like, Wah! And I'm like, oh, he's going for it. And I was chasing somebody else. And the, the other guy who was in front of me, like, pulled out of the way. And I was like, what's he pulled out of the way? It's just like him getting out of the way. He sprayed us, man, with this stuff. God, absolutely ruined me. But it's pretty chaotic motocross. It's the first time I raced a proper motocross race because not a, it's not a high level race, but it's a decent level, I think, for a sort of club level. Yeah, but just people are just going crazy, man. I'll get the start, first race, first lap, first race of the day, and there was a huge crash at the start. Like it looked like something out of Star Wars, like when the Ewok forest blows up and there's like people going everywhere. It was like that with bike. Like imagine the speeder bikes just crashed into each other, but with motocross bikes and people, it just fucking went. Like, and I'm like watching it, and this thing is just exploding. And then we went around the first bit of the lap. And there's a bit that like drops into the woods, crashed into a load of guys in the woods because they all got in a pile up. Got out of the woods, and there's this like really fast uphill. I came out of the uphill a bit behind everyone else because we'd been in this little pile up looked up the hill and there's just this other massive explosion of like bikes and people going everywhere so absolutely mayhem it looked like a hard enduro when people try and climb up a hill and they like have to loop their bike and stuff like that Look like that but they stopped that race in the end and then restarted it and exactly the same thing happened again on the start these people just crashed into each other like, what are you doing man? just chill out for like two seconds get past the start because the start is like 40 people on the line and I, I didn't think it was that important to get good qualifying. I wasn't going to qualify well anyway because I haven't been riding um, that much. And then I thought, well, it doesn't really matter because we're all going to be aligned. So if I get a good start, it'd be fine. But the, the start, like, funneled in. So from the outside, it was okay. But from the middle to the left, it was kind of like a, a sort of triangle like this. So if you're in the middle, you're all right because you, yeah. you can go past. But if you're anywhere this side of the merge. Middle, you've got to try and get in with everybody else. So this lot is trying to get in and, and about probably 10 to the right of the middle also tried to get in for some reason. And it just 
exploded and everyone on the outside was all right and in one of the races i got managed to get an outside gate and that was awesome because then you just go around the outside of everybody and you can see everyone so you can like look in and mm. see all this chaos going on and just ride around the outside but when you're in that middle pack thing god damn it's crazy because the biggest starts i've done recently are probably maybe 10 people and sometimes they can be like eight on two like an eight and an eight on on two lines for enduro cross or something like that yeah but this four this may man it's like 40 people on on the line and they've it's got a full-on 15 second board and a five second board have you seen it when they do it and do a motocross race on tv no they hold up the board it's like 15 seconds and it goes to five and there's like this little gate there's a gate in front of you which pops up and stops everyone from going forward and then he holds a five and then everyone's got the bikes like on the revel man so all the like 40 bikes so the noise is insane he takes the five second board down and goes away and then you've just got to watch the gate so you're not even really looking where you go and then when the thing drops you drop the clutch yeah. and everyone's going and then you've got to try and work out then what's going on with all these 40 people like funneling into this one line spot and uh, then they explode everywhere. So, well, it's pretty sick. Just imagine just like Ewoks just like, flipping off motor. Yeah, yeah, it was now. crazy, man. I was like, literally, I could just see all these people cartwheeling on this thing. I'm like, what are you doing? I've got nine minutes plus two laps to do. Ten minutes plus two laps to do. It's Hammer it, just go full clip. Obviously, the, the guys who get away in front as well, because the Basically, the worst you do in qualifying, the worst grid position you get, and then the worst place you get in the race, and then you're with the, the slower riders, so it's even more chaos. Pays to not be shit. Like, yeah, because they're like new riders, so they don't really know what they're doing. It's like when you start and go on track days and stuff, and you go in the novice group, and the people think, oh, yeah, novice group, that'll be fine, you know, because everyone's going slow. It's like the novice group is just complete mayhem. People that want to go fast, but aren't good they're, doing, they're just like doing the, yeah, they're trying to go fast, they don't know how. They're, or they're having their first day, and they're a bit nervous. So they're doing some weird stuff and it's just chaos. And this is like that at the back. So now I have to get faster than being a novice to get out of the way of the carnage a little bit. Uh, no, my friends. no, well, I, did, I was going to, I was like super excited. And thinking, yeah, let's go and train and then um, check the website after the race and they've canceled the next one. It was like mm. a two day one in August and it's canceled. So it's a bit of a bummer. That's cool. That. It's quite reasonable prices. Yeah, it was like I think it was seventy euros for the two classes. Yeah, so quite a reasonable bit of riding. But the cool thing is the track is all prepped. So yeah. when you go to a practice track here, they don't really prep in the day, and then they prepped. Obviously, there's a lot of people riding at quite high pace, so the track gets rough. But they prep the track like three or four times during the day because it gets super super rough. Like at the end of the race, this hill where everyone like Star Wars each other. Um, was so rough that I, my bike was hardly on the ground. It's just like bouncing up and down. Like that. So they have to smooth the track a bit because it would yeah. just get completely beaten up. But yeah, so I was going to book another one, haven't, um, but there's other stuff coming up and there's other championships and stuff like that. But I'd like yeah. to do this one. Uh, it's pretty cool. So I just practiced this weekend probably instead. Yeah. Um, but it's good. I was pleased with um, my fitness considering I haven't really done much conditioning because I was looking at the times of uh, the, like, the people who were near me there were quite a few people who did a double class um, who were like at the lower end of the two classes that I was in. And my times were getting a little bit faster through the day and people who had been yeah, much cool. faster than me in qualifying were then <clears throat> much slower than me by the end and like looked absolutely ruined. Like at one point. Tired, yeah. yeah, really, but really tired. We were on the grid on the last 
race and I'd qualified next to this guy and like quite low down and uh, he had his girlfriend there with an umbrella and he was basically asleep on the grid like because they're so tired and he's riding around like completely ruined like basically trying to survive to get around yeah so that was quite promising because it means that my fitness is okay and then obviously once you go faster then you get more tired so then you need to be a bit more fit and conditioned to it yeah you get to a bit of a loop but it's cool there's definitely more gains to come just from going faster and technique and stuff and then the fitness needs to catch up so sweet it's all good yeah i'm gonna jump back on the squats and stuff last night just to click off last week mm-hmm. and I, I changed up the end of my training a little bit because it's got these sort of two larger movements at the start of the session so it's like a bench and uh, something else a bench and a pull up or deadlift and a squat variation and then a bunch of assistant stuff so i'm now doing the assistant stuff in a bit of a circuit yeah. instead so i can keep working for like 10 minutes with a, not much if, if any break and then that replicates that demand a little bit that's cool and i'll try and get out on the push point yeah but it's it's good because normally i get like a lot of arm pump and stuff like that but actually that was pretty good because that's the worst thing is mm. you start to get really tired and you're trying to hang onto the bike yeah so you gotta have the thing like, like wide open on the straight and you're trying to hold on to it and it's trying to go away from you and you're trying to cling on uh, if you get arm pump and you can't like physically close your hands mm-hmm. it's the same type of arm pump you get when you're doing a lot of cleans or um, and... anything where the bar is hanging especially like hand yeah. cleans and stuff like that um, and then you have to just let it go it's that sort of feeling but for like 10 minutes and you're trying to hold on to a bike and jump and all this sort yeah. of stuff so it gets a bit sketchy um, I did go and ended up in the woods in the last race I was a bit disappointed I was pretty annoyed about that so I had a really good third race really enjoyed it that was the best race that I had and uh was riding really well and then in the next one it wasn't a big gap between the two and there was like a one i think it was one race between the two or maybe two so i had like 20 minutes break and it was the last race of the day for me and uh was actually doing all right again and riding pretty smooth and going pretty well and then there's like a hairpin into a step up i did the step up and then go around another hairpin and it went into like quite a fast straight and into a left hand and over quite a big jump into the woods and i went in a bit hot I think I was trying to pass somebody and went in a bit hot and then I couldn't turn in because the guy was there and I had to pick it up and I went into the woods instead. Whoops, Daisy. Went into the Ewok forest to see if Wicket was there and then had to sneak back on the track. Well, I mean, in, ter- in terms of racing and uh, recent exploits, it sounds like it was pretty successful for you. It was Despite pretty the, awesome, to be fair. Yeah. The wood shenanigans. Yeah, considering three months ago or four months ago, I was on crutches and it smashed up hip. So, yeah. Pretty happy with that. I think that's I mean, the thing, isn't it? Like, like you, I think you mentioned it last week, if you didn't train how you have been training and have always trained for a long time, you'd probably be in a lot worse condition. Yeah, I think it helps a lot, for sure. Because so, now I feel pretty good. Like my hip and everything feels good. My knee, though, today, man, I was thinking about you today because my... I did something. I don't feel like crouched down or, and then just for a little while, for about 20 minutes, my knee was killing me. I was trying to go, like, go up and down the stairs. So I was messing around uh, with some bikes and I had to keep going up and down the stairs. Oh my God. And I was thinking, well, this is the end of this then. How awful, man. That was. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That's just, that's just how it feels. That's how my knee feels now. What? That's just that. Oh, I yeah, I get scared of that shit. But my oh. knee has, um, my new my, the newest injury which i've been rehabbing for eight months 
I've now been able to do some squat cleans on, some bits and pieces like that on without it feeling bad, which is good. I actually tried some squats without the box the other day, only with like 60 something kilos and that felt okay. But then yeah. I went straight back on the box. So just testing the waters with it a little bit. What screwed it up, because um, I was working from home, have been for like the last year and a bit. I never really go in the car anymore. Not for more than like half an hour, 10 minutes, mm. whatever. So the, the trip was like best part of two hours. So like an hour and 45 minutes and just sitting in the same position in the car i've got an automatic as well because of my my knee issues and um that just seemed to just flare up the how it used to always feel like my oh, old right. injury yeah. and then just doing generally a lot of slow paced walking standing around dawdling about you know on, on the beach at the seafront well that's just it's just made it feel like really heavy inside my knee like it's it's all like sort of gung, gunged up and it doesn't feel oh, right. great um but, but know, it comes actual, out yeah the actual injury that i've been rehabbing touch wood it's been feeling pretty pretty decent so i'm just going to continue doing what i'm doing with that um i sure still messed up I had, I had to squeeze my week's worth of training into monday to friday morning so i had like a quite an intense week of training the, all the conditioning stuff and all the powerlifting stuff because i wanted to get everything i didn't want to leave a session short and have it carry mm. over to the next week because then you just have you're ending up chasing yourself so i did everything by friday morning all the powerlifting sessions that i wanted to do and all the crossfit sessions that i wanted to do and that 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 is when i realized that I actually could just go in from working uh, working across a six or seven day training schedule to try and put it into like best but let's say five that's when you realize oh actually yeah that, that i need i need that extra time so that's why i feel like yeah. that like if i tried yeah. to do any more in that time this is how i'd feel and then i'd need more recovery time and then it'd get you know sort of end up grinding yourself into the dust again so yeah that was that was good just to experience that just for that week that was quite good it's pretty now, amazing that you've managed to actually work that out though, because i think historically you can really work out how that would make you feel so yeah good. Yeah, I was feeling it. I think um, I had some sort of back to back. It was quite a trick just trying to juggle everything and make sure I got everything in. And I was like, oh, if I if I do this conditioning session here, that's a little bit leggy. So I'm best off to do my squats before that, because then at least I've got my powerlifting stuff done. And then I'll just be a little bit slower on the mm -hmm. leggy stuff on that. And I'll probably feel like this. And then oh, I can't do that overhead press there because the next day I've got to be doing some sort of stupid overhead shoulder to overhead thing. I couldn't feel my triceps. For like wow. four days there was insane i had to put bench right the way to the back because i did some shoulder i did overhead press there yeah, that's it i did overhead press before the class so you know whatever it is six sets of five and then three sets of eight on overhead press oh and my amrap was 12 reps on that weight so that was quite good so i did all that work and then i did a little complex which was two strict press into two push press into two push jerk like to get up to a max weight and i ended up like just doing two two of those complexes so that's however many reps was that like another six reps uh no two four six another 12 reps of overhead press stuff and then into a workout which was something like five shoulder to overhead 10 bar facing burpees 15 box jumps and it was just an amrap so you just keep cycling through through and through and i think i did eight rounds 
So that's another 40 shoulder to overhead with like 60 kilos. So honestly, every time, you know, you know, when you like go to straighten your arm and you instantly your triceps cramp, wow. I had that for like three or four days. And I was like, oh man, I need wow. to bench. I need to bench and I need my triceps <laughs> to bench. It's like, I'd like wake up in the morning and go, right, can I bench today? Nope. <laughs> work on the next day yeah, nope. so, oh that's what I used to get yeah. when I used to ride enduro it was like that it would lock my, I'd be riding about four or five hours in and my triceps would lock out and my hands would close shut <sighs> absolutely insane crazy so I, ha- I had to um, so yeah so the overhead press it was only 44 kilos but I got a set of 12 uh, on that and then <laughs> the deadlift I posted which was 151 for 10 Yes, please. That was good. And the bench, when I finally, my triceps finally stopped cramping, they still hurt, but they just, they could actually, I could straighten my arm without them um, locking up. It was 87 kilos for 10. Nice. So I was happy with that. And the squats were okay, 122 for eight. They were like, I could probably, it was okay, but I was feeling it by that point. That was like the last session I'd I'd done. So um, I think it was anyway. I just can't remember what happened this week. I did a lot of training and then blow and then I had a little holiday. Yeah, mine's okay. I was a bit of a mess last week because I was getting the bike ready and all that stuff, but I finished it in the end. And then today started another week. But it just goes crazy that juggling in the last like two weeks of a cycle, mm-hmm. the volume and everything just goes nuts. Um so this morning I trained with some bench. It's not too bad this morning's one. Because like bench and shrugs and stuff like that. And then tomorrow is like a back version of that. With some like bodybuilding type stuff. Um, but still plenty of reps. And then next week, I think is maybe the last week in the cycle. So then I need to try a proper squat and a proper bench. And then I'll have some one rep maxes to then go into the cool. next one properly with, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see where that squat is. Because the squat was okay a few weeks ago. I think after I did my hip. It's got mm-hmm. like 100 for 15 or something like that. So mm-hmm. maybe I can do like 140. Bench, I don't think is going to be very good because my shoulder's not feeling good at all. It's feeling rank. I felt awesome yeah. after the race on Saturday. It was insane. I didn't want to get up on Sunday. And I was thinking, man, I'm just going to be absolutely destroyed. But I got up and I was like, I feel worse. I felt worse today before yeah. I trained than yesterday after I got up. Yeah. It was weird, man. Really, really weird. Um, so there must be some magic in the bananas. But basically, I just kept eating all day. And I was eating, I had, I had some nuts with like honey and salt in. And I think that helped. Because normally I don't, don't have too much salt. And then it was really hot. I must have drunk about four liters of water as well. Yeah. So I was just like constantly like grazing all day. But that went pretty well. I thought my energy wasn't going to be great. But actually, it was pretty cool. Just slow. That's all. Yeah. A bit more faster. They, yeah. Uh, the, I'm going to come full circle back to my hair story. Okay, because it is, it is a training story as well. But you can you can see you can see the state of it. You can see the seagull, mm, the font. See what's going on with this? Mm. Like an emo kid now. Pretty wild. Like Gabriel. Yeah. Mirror image. Can't get it to go back the right way. So you put um, some eyeliner on and cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just like a normal normal day, but with normal eyeliner. <laughs> um, so there was a workout, and I can't. I've erased most of it from my memory now because um, it just all went to shit. But basically, the the start was a hundred double unders. It was something like three rounds, a hundred double unders, ten 
uh, squat cleans with 50 kilos and then five bar muscle ups. Uh, and then you just, just keep going through that. And um, so I, I think, right, well, this is quite a good workout for me. I've been able to do squat cleans. I can do bar muscle ups. I can double under. Could I double under? Could I fuck double under? So I start spinning the rope and it doesn't even go over my head once. It's like, bang, stopped. Like, I'm like, no, what's going on? And normally that happens. And then I'll just carry on. I'm like, right, it's just, I need to jump higher. I need to move my arms faster. I need to stay tight or whatever. So five minutes later, I was like in bits, just going, what is going on? The rope is hitting the top of my hair. Cause as I come down, right. so the rope is, <laughs> the rope is going into my hair and tripping on my hair, on my fucking hair. <laughs> so I've got like a hair, uh, like a small hairband on just to keep it back. And, but it's still like bouncing up and down. And so the M, the coach is like, it's your hair. Your hair is tripping your rope. I'm like, <laughs> fuck's sake. So she went and found some like little hairband out of the lost and found. Oh, she puts it in like a man bun thing. I'm like, just help me. I don't know what I'm doing. And I still keep going, but it's still too tall. So it still keeps catching. So I ended up going on the ski erg and basically just, I wanted to shave my head immediately just so I could do okay. double unders. you so, shaved it in the wad. So I lost yeah, so much yeah. time. And it was one of those ones where I just sat down and sulked afterwards because I was like, what? I just really. Yeah. That's up. just. If I'd have had my GBA cap on me, which I should do at all times, then yeah, I could just pop the cap on backwards and that would have kept the old barnet under control. Well, backwards, you'd have clipped the back of the cap probably with the rope. Well, something Maybe. should have happened. I don't know if I'd have gone like that and just kept it pinned against my shoulders. Yeah, there'd be something. Something would come out in the wash. Or so, swimming yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I, exactly what I said. It's just a swimming cap or a hairnet, just something. Yeah. It's just yeah. something. I asked a guy, um, there's another guy there called Darren who has um, longish hair. And I said, I messaged him on a group. And I said, Darren, man to man, I've got a question to ask you. How do you stop your hair in your skin? And, <laughs> and he said, <laughs> he said, I just do singles. <laughs> that's that's trick. Like, fine. Keep your secrets. No jump. Keep your secrets. No yeah, I don't such a problem. But I think I think that's happening. I think there's double unders tomorrow. There was a really good, good workout today that I would have liked. So it was a three rep max on deadlift to start. It's like the strength bit, which I've, I'm on threes this week, so I could have tied that in and obviously gone an AMRAP on it. And then the, it was on. yeah, I'm in threes week, um, and then it was something. Like, it was sprints. It was in two minutes, you had to do five pull-ups or three bar muscle-ups, 10 burpee box jump-overs, then 10, I might got the numbers wrong, and then it was 10 deadlifts, and then go back. So then you do another 10 burpee box jump-overs, another five. Uh, no, five and five. Five pull-ups, five burpee box jump-overs, 10 deadlifts, five pull-ups, five burpee box jump-overs. So you sprint for like two minutes, then you have a rest, and then you do it again. So I would have really liked that one, but uh, mm. I was away. That's good. But yeah, tomorrow there's double unders and squat cleans again. And the knees feeling all right and all that stuff. Yeah. If, uh, the first part is a squat clean and split jack. So I just test the water with that, like just building up. And if it doesn't feel good, I won't do the squat cleans. I'll just do power cleans with a heavier weight or something like that. But yeah, so I've got to figure this, figure out this hair situation. Otherwise I'm just going to shave it all off. Yeah, just shave off. I'm going to go shave my cornrows. Yeah, get them slid in there. Whitey. 
<laughs> ride around on a chrome wheeled BMX or something. Gold yeah, my low rider that I had. Yeah, the low rider. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, yeah, that's my list done. Yeah, I'm pretty much out of topics to be honest because I didn't really do anything other than try and get ready. And then I'm into the infinite cycle of getting the bike ready again to then racing yeah. it. So. Well, I'm very interested to hear about your next cooking adventure because it's been a while. Yeah, I realised the other day that I haven't had any cooking adventures. So I went to the supermarket today and tried to just start again with the original, which was chilli. And I couldn't even find any kidney beans. So I can't even make chilli. I've got onions and beef. And then I bought some beef for stew so I can make a stew again and just remind myself how to actually cook. Because that was actually pretty good when I made that stew. And I was like, yeah, man, my mouth's worn a little bit. A bit like the donut and then with the stew and everything I was like, yeah. yeah could be pretty good um but then i couldn't find any ingredients so i'll have to get a little bit prepared i thought well okay i'll get this now because i've literally got no food and then tomorrow i'll go and get the bits and pieces to actually put some dishes together and if anyone's got any good recipes other recipes send them over and i'll try and send them in send them in so before we finish, we obviously have to um, spend a bit of time talking about the football. So for all you football fans, there's football on. So go watch it somewhere. Okay. That's the extent of it. We're, we're in the semi-finals. I say we. I have nothing to do with it. England are in the semi-finals playing on Wednesday. So yeah. I don't know. If, uh, did Austria it's enter? Uh, I have no idea. I didn't hear anything about Austria. I had a bit about France because there's a few guys in the office that are from France. Yeah. A little bit about Italy, Germany, because I think England beat Germany. Yep. Yeah. That's correct. But that's all I know. Yes. I was, a round I was, of football was played. And yeah. Two teams entered and one team left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I was a bit preoccupied. With trying Somebody to scored a rounder. And then they and then somebody else cried out Yahtzee. And that's how that, <laughs> that's, how that, that's how that went. Yeah, I think so I, no I think Spain are playing Italy in the other semi-finals. Okay. If you're into that's Spain. Cool match, I think. It might not be. I have no idea. It might not I be. think I'm not like right. still on like Euro 96. Yeah. The glory days. I was on French Exchange then. That was in France, and they showed it in the cinemas. For free, so that was pretty cool. Oh, I'm sure that was Euro '96. Yeah, would have been about that era. '96. Would have been 13. So I would have been in year. I would have been in year nine. So you would have been in year eight. Yeah, that was probably right. Then. I didn't realise you did the French exchange. Something like that. You, was, we didn't have a. Or it was World Cup '98, something like that. <laughs> something around then. Again, other podcast will have football information <laughs> more, available. More, more correct factual statements about we don't we don't we to zero. but we put less motherfucking go on t-shirts and then we get after it because that's what we do that's what we're all about that's what we do homie cool yeah. right, dude let's hit it and quit it another week another chat in the books don't forget to like and subscribe muddy funsters <laughs> Smash that. Smash that Sweet. like button. I'm just thinking about going racing, to be honest. You gotta do what you gotta do. The heart wants what the heart wants. That is it. Race it up and bark up. Once.
You need to get you a t-shirt with just that on it. Yeah, I was thinking about doing one actually. We need to get back on the uh, on the wagon, kicking out some designs, don't we? Let's do that. Sweet. See you later. See you later. Potato. Boy. No, you first. Boy. Boy.